0: The following program was produced by a community producer. Hello and welcome to Marlin O Two One Four Eight. I am your guest host this evening, Ed Lucy, and my guest is Karen Cologne Hayes.
1: Thank you. I. Who,
0: if for those few people in Marlin we, m- may not be aware, it, is a city council
1: at large. At large.
0: And if you're in your first term. I am. And my questions, oftentimes, with a guest p- who's running for office or who has run in the previous years. What prompted you to run? What was your decision in terms of running for office?
1: Um, wow, so many things. So I always um, had a vision of bringing the city government and city um, services to the people of Malden and the people of Malden to the city services, and I mean the all the people, like our marginalized groups, um, people who don't necessarily um, – come out and understand um government so that's really how it started um for me in general my parents instilled that in me but the trigger was probably when i wasn't reappointed and i thought um for my position as the human services and community outreach director i thought my work isn't done here in malden so i'm gonna run (laughs) and
0: um at that time though was that appointment by the council by the uh, by the mayor's
1: office well it was by the mayor's office this actually was a um that could open up a whole other boat it was by the mayor's office um and supposed to be uh also the city council um would also vote on that. But as far as I know, there was no vote by them. It was just um, the mayor appointed me, and then the mayor did not appoint me.
0: Which sometimes happens. It uh, sometimes uh, happens, yeah. Uh, now, um, I was, as a follow-up question, which you've kind of alluded to it already, mm-hmm. was that the uh, in, in addition, to, what were the reason you are running? There were some issues that were of concern to you that maybe were part of the motivated to uh, even run at all. Absolutely. You kind of touched on that in terms of uh, reaching mm-hmm. out to the public and that sort of thing. Yes. Yeah.
1: So um, a big part is, so I'm Puerto Rican, um, um, my, uh, and my mom was... Uh, Czechoslovakian, um, and French. So immigrants came over here. My father-
0: You're elected like the United Nations.
1: I am the United <laughs> Nations. That's what I feel like. My, That's how I was brought up, anyway. Um, I was born in the Bronx. My father ran um, the Hispanic um, inmate needs, so he worked in the prison systems. I was brought up to be an advocate to fight for rights for everyone. So Um, Here, I started noticing that the people of Malden, um, we are becoming more and more diverse. Like right now, we are a majority-minority city, which is fantastic, but I noticed that it wasn't being represented in our elected officials or in a lot of our, um, you know, uh, director's level positions. So that was definitely a motivating factor to be. I am the first Puerto Rican ever um, elected to the city council. Gladys Rivera Rogers was on the school committee.
0: Oh yes, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I was. I was going to say. Yep. We, we, I know uh, the last uh, survey, which uh, probably isn't mm-hmm. totally accurate. Cause sometimes it's, it's a little hard to uh, re- corner all or, or reach out in the questionnaires and send out in terms of diversity within yes. our community. But it's the indication was is about twenty five percent of the population is Asian.
1: Yes, we're. Hi- I think it's higher that I know well, well, that. I
0: think, uh, I, I think it was even higher yeah. th- at the time because you know people that uh, uh, he. Uh, whether it's here by themselves or with a family, sometimes they're focused on surviving mm-hmm. economically or whatever. They don't pay much attention unless they're uh, if, they, involved. if they need something. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And sometimes even when they need it, they don't know what's available. To where to
1: go? Absolutely. And yeah. so that was a big part. I'm a social worker at heart, so that's w- w- also trying to get the services there. Language mm-hmm. access, right, all that we need. I mean, you, you had you had
0: experience because I think it's, you, you indicated you you had some years of service with the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes when people run and get elected, once they get uh, are successful, uh, it's it's not what they think it is, and they're, they're sometimes surprised some <laughs> of some the, of the, the dynamics that go on in the governmental process. So I don't mm-hmm. know whether that would have been as true with you because you had some experience already having yeah. worked at City Hall.
1: It's true, although I will say people have asked me that a lot. Um, I didn't think I was going to be surprised or um, some things I'm not surprised about, but I have definitely learned a lot yeah. and I love learning all the time. So um, I have learned that <laughs> it's even slower. It moves slower than I originally thought, um, which is kind of a joke. Like people say to me, um, slow down. And funny, I, a lot of times I'll say, well, why, why don't you speed up a little and we'll meet in the middle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So that's what I learned. And it was different about how long things take.
0: Well, mm-hmm. I um editorially I know in the newspapers it seemed like you've passed this, the city has already passed the budget for this year. Yes. But the state has not finalized their own budget, have they?
1: No, not that I not that I know of, right? And they didn't when we passed it. Um,
0: cuz they're usually hmm. into July, which is the which yeah. is actually the beginning of the year for for hmm. financial reasons, July 1st, but I the last time I looked the c- state had not passed. You know the, it.
1: Yeah, and I might want to I'm not 100% sure because I have t- spoken to both um, Senator Lewis and Donato, and I remember that they were at they were doing stuff with the budget still, so um, I'm not 100% sure. But I know that we were able to pass it using some free cash and, and ARPA funds. Um, we have a good-looking budget right now.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing I noticed in the, that was announced in the newspaper was that um, whatever budget the mayor submitted, apparently that's, it, it was passed intact with no changes. No. And um mm-hmm. I know obviously city of Boston is significantly higher with more problems than even a community like Marlin would have mm-hmm. and uh, there were several uh, major issues that the city of Boston dealing with in terms of the veto that they may initiate on on her uh, review of the budget that was passed but uh city council mm-hmm. but it's a little unusual that you wouldn't have. Some changes in the process. Either there's, mm-hmm. there's an overlooked element within the budget in terms of um, focus on, on on a need that's been yeah. maybe needed more more money, or one that sometimes happens is no longer um, currently a requirement. In which case, mm-hmm. there may be some money there that that uh, yeah. uh, wasn't uh, was overlooked. And more importantly, sometimes they make a mistake in terms of whatever the, the math.
1: That's right. So. We did talk about that, and yes. the longer term, like the the councilors who have much more history than we do, like um, Councilor Murphy and Councilor Spatafora, did remark on that. Yeah. Um, but I think it has a lot to do with well. First of all, we had the money to fund everything yeah. because of ARPA. That p- is probably won't be the case the next time we go to pass it. But also, um, I was on the finance committee and. Um, uh, Councilor McDonald was chairing it, and I think he did a great job of communicating to us. So I think we had really good committee meetings, so by the time it came to pass it, I, we were all set.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the, the yellow uh, sometimes is uh, that money you just referred to that's, uh, that's been the stimulus funding. Yes. And um, what's happened, and not necessarily across the country, but in Massachusetts, it, it almost seems that... Uh, the money's been allocated at the state level to filter down to the communities. And in some instances, the money that's been made available, there was nothing directly there market, and there's a time frame, there's yes. a deadline. And, and there are, aren't there sometimes issues that you're going to lose the money if you don't use it?
1: Mm-hmm. It's 2024 we have to use our money. The last I heard, I want to make sure I say this right, but there was $14 million that we had, the city. I'm not going to say it was not accounted for. I think we have, but there are some that groups... Um, and committees that might not use it in that time, so we're a little concerned about that, and we'll probably have to do a shuffle. Like, I'm on the um, Affordable Housing Committee, and we do have um, a good chunk there, but if we don't find a place to either buy or use that, we're we're going to have to figure out another, uh, quickly, <laughs> a way to use that.
0: There was something I saw uh, in, a, in the newspaper recently where um, – There's some funding available for people to buy homes uh, using sources of money that the city has currently. uh, Yes, which which means that maybe people qualify, they will be able to get a lower interest rate than uh, yes they would if they went uh, as a conventional way. And uh, more important than that is, it might open the door for some people. Is that some of that money that?
1: Yes. So some of the ARPA funding is going that is run out of the. OSPD, the former MRA yeah. um, office, and I do. I actually know a few people who took advantage of that to buy new homes and um, purchasing a home and building generational wealth, especially for minorities and people who haven't had it, is a huge issue um, that I am very much behind. So our committee is looking to do something very different, which is why it's so hard with our funding of ARPA. We're looking to purchase. Let's say there's a um, a property here, a problem property, or something that's run down. We have enough money where we would like to buy it and then do something similar to like the Habitat for Humanity and put something there, um, a, a home though that uh, people can use to do generational wealth. That's what we're working on. It's been really hard, really hard to find that.
0: Now, you mentioned humanity, uh, mm-hmm. they have a, a, a housing stock up on Main Street. Mm-hmm. But that seems to be a slow process. Is that uh, is there a lack of funding there? What's the issue on that one? It just seems like the the the, the you know the hmm. basic outline of the properties there. and It looks like multiple multiple units.
1: Yes, they did. Some people have moved in. Oh, they so, yeah, they oh, have. Oh, that was
0: from before. Yeah, so yeah. they were
1: building it. I actually was down there. A few of us went and actually helped build it, um, so that was fun. And um, that was like a big thing that uh, Councilor Debbie DiMaria De um, pushed for. And so, yeah, there are people living in there, but you're right. theres There's been a slowdown. I'm going to guess, I hate to blame everything on COVID, but I know that slowed down a lot, especially contracting construction work and, and funding for that. Everything's gone up. But I'll have to check into that, but I do know that families moved in there. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Well, the, and um, now there are some issues that may be on the table that um, you have to deal with in the future uh, as a city councilor, and mm-hmm. you'd be privy to that now because you're already sitting in the, in, in the, on the council. Mm-hmm. And um, as I alluded to a little bit earlier, there there seems to be in, in the last couple of years a kind of a, a false sense of security because the, the Massachusetts has uh, been provided with a lot mm-hmm. of money from one of those free. S- uh, not uh, the state-funded program, yes. stimulus. absolutely. And um, but at the same token, in, with the uh, coronavirus kind of being uh, uh, on the back burner for the most part, the pu- uh, the public exposure has been uh, opened up. And so what you have now is uh, more and more people going out, more eating out, any mm-hmm. kinds of things that deal with that, true... Which has resulted in of course, more tax revenue from the food yes thank- Th- that's thankfully. also filters down to the local level
1: absolutely mm-hmm. and
0: uh, then you have s- the economy being uh, in, in many ways uh, s- strong, um, people are going to buy, and that results in sales tax, which also mm-hmm. and they buy cars with, uh, car sales have been up, so you get more and more revenue from that source. But mm-hmm. There's some dark days ahead, maybe?
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> um, unfortunately, things catch up to you. And, um, you know, we were talking earlier. We did have a presentation, um, you know, from the finance department and um, Ron Hogan, who told us, you know, um, things w- I had been noticing. And we, if you're paying attention, you see them anyway. But we have the um, MRA, the Garages, millions, I think it's like eight million coming down the road that we need to do those repairs. We have a lawsuit with the Malden Police Department, millions, and um, the biggest is like the pension funding and um, the VOC, all of that stuff is going to come down and we're, we're gonna have to deal with it. Chapter 70, that's huge. So yes, we do have some dark days ahead and um, we're gonna need to be proactive and forward thinking, planning to, yeah, how can we increase our revenue? It's very hard to do that. Maybe cannabis shops. <laughs>
0: well, uh, maybe for the benefit of the audience, yeah. uh, one of the items you mentioned was the and Of course, that mm-hmm. has oh, to do right with right. the uh, uh, the building of the new school. Yes. And Marlon being a participant in the Northeast regional c- area, we're responsible mm-hmm. for a, a proportional share of that, which means that when they when they borrow money to build the, the school, uh, the, each of the community that's involved in Northeast uh, mm-hmm. enrollments have that's to participate to in the class, and we are that's in right. there for... Uh, we have a lot of students at the. At the we vote. do.
1: I love. Don't get me wrong. Trades. I'm all about the trades. Um, I wish we had more in Malden High. Um, I voted yes for the vote to to go through, but there's there's they're having issues with their own design now, right? So it's even costing more than they originally thought, which is why um, you know that increase is going to go up. And even if it didn't go up, we know we have to pay that. It's you know, we we, we got the layout of how many years it's gonna take. In a couple of years we'll be paying our maximum on that. So we just have to prepare for that. I would not want to be caught in a situation where all of these came together at once and you know we're in a bind. Now that
0: school itself is gonna be in a different site than the current school.
1: Yes. And what what's what's gonna be done with the current school? You know, I think they're going I think they're gonna knock that down I think Um, I've been watching that and but I I'll be honest I've been focusing a lot on the whole um, issue about cutting down the forest and 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 the plans moving to the the editor yes a (laughs) lot of stuff so I've been um, I've been following that and hoping that something changes on that design Yeah. yeah
0: Uh, Since you served one term when you're running for Mm -hmm. re-election, what are the issues that you're kind of focused on that are coming up in the near future that you think are important to the community?
1: Um, So that's a great question. I think um, based on what I've seen in just my first term, um, we need to improve communication between the mayor's office and the city council um, so that we can talk about the things that we were just talking about together. Um, I'm not sure if that was when when you were mayor but like we don't the mayor doesn't come down to address I I don't know if that's um, something that's usually done but I would love to see if we could sit together at least a few maybe even in the finance meeting so that we understand that we're all on the same page we're all moving forward together and we all have the information that we need to bring this city forward so that's one and then the second will be the finances that we just talked about having to make sure that we have a financial plan coming up to to deal with the liabilities that are coming our way, Um, build up on language access, making sure that we are including all of Malden and not just um, the people that are used to being involved, you know, that we're bringing in all these new and great people. They don't live here anymore. (laughs) 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 That's true. Maybe they don't live here anymore. But we have some really great people moving in here that want to become involved. And you're right. They kind of don't know where to do it. I had a block party this weekend. It was fantastic. I met so many new families who asked so many great questions and now they're going to be involved. I've been connecting them with committees based on what they said They enjoyed.
0: Now, uh, where did you have the block party?
1: I actually had it right in front of my house. Oh, you did? Wyoming Avenue.
0: Yes. And uh, just for curiosity, Mm -hmm. did you have to get a police permit?
1: I did. Not a police. I had to get a permit from Bob Knox. I had to make sure that the neighbors signed off that they knew. Our street is kind of easy because it was here. We have Lyle Terrace and Lyle Street, so everyone could get around. We weren't, you know, blocking off. But yeah, I did. I didn't need a permit. What? Well, maybe that was a permit, but I had to s- submit that to Bob. Bob had to check it, and then he got back to me with a signed paper.
0: And you didn't have to have a pe- police detail.
1: No, they dropped off the horses to. Okay. Have
0: the yeah. because no. mm-hmm. no, uh, the, re- the reason it occurred to me. I was reading, uh, and uh, I'm kind of digressing mm. for the moment, but it just shows sometimes how the operations work. There was a. It uh, wasn't even in Massachusetts. There was a block party that was uh, mentioned in a in a one of the. Multiple killings that occurred in in the shootouts so that sometimes happened with, with crowds of people, and, and mm. what had happened was that uh, uh, there was a block party, there was mm. some sort of confrontation, some young persons had some guns. Unfortunately, there was some shootings, so and then bad. there was and there was some fatalities. Mm. And uh, when the uh, the police uh, were interviewed, and this was again sometimes happens, mm. the the, def- the the defense the police. Made at the at the public response that was on TV nationally mm-hmm. was that that were this of course had to do with July 4th, but it was not done July 4th. Mm-hmm. And they they said they were not aware of the block party until oh. till Saturday, and the and mm-hmm. that was the day before the block party. But then in a mm-hmm. the subsequent discussion, it turns out when they interviewed the neighbors, mm-hmm. this block party had been a, an annual event for for uh, for ongoing for a number of I'm years. I'm hoping this is what happens. And this. so for some reason. Whether the police mm. notified weren't notified or whether if they were and they, they didn't aggressively yeah. pay attention to what had gone on before it ended up uh, oh, whatever happened might shame. have happened anyway, but the, but there was no police presence which might have made mm-hmm. a difference but I anyway. could see that sometimes yeah.
1: when you 're doing something annually, you might have dropped the ball and making a yeah. connection, but yeah. we did think about that to be honest with you, I hate yeah. that we have to yeah. but yeah. <laughs> the other mm-hmm.
0: thing the other thing is um, there was a um, response in the in the in the newspaper recently relative to a situation involving you mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I read it several times the <laughs> article and it is, excuse me it isn't an article it was mm-hmm. more of an informative type of thing and and uh, mm-hmm. to address an issue that uh, affected you and maybe uh, mm-hmm. if you kind of give us a little bit of a background sure it had a t- you you your position previously on, the, on with the city mm-hmm. you were co-director of a program yes and that was a full-time job
1: well It it, it should be, but no, it was part of, um, actually, I think back because, of course, um, we're talking about, um, so I had an uh, ethics violation filed against me by an anonymous person, um, and it was for the, right, the Summer Youth Employment Program, the Mayor's Summer Youth Employment Program, and I sit there and think back how it was originally given to me when I was hired. I was hired as the uh, community outreach director, and that maybe... A month in, I remember, the mayor came to me and said, do you mind doing this? Because whoever was doing it before out of the senior center didn't want to do it anymore. They were part time and and I was like, this seems like a huge thing. So I never was like officially appointed or anything. I just took it on with a group that was already doing it. So, so
0: But your job was broader than that. It wasn't just at no, So was, was, yeah. was your job full time?
1: Yes. My job Uh, was full time. But
0: that program we're talking about, you were a co director, so there was someone else that was well. Yes. Were they full time or part time?
1: So the co director was Kelly Collum, but we also had a team. We had a bunch of people with us, but she was um, a full time teacher. She's a, um, she's not a teacher, but she's a, uh, she works with the special. Um, needs kids at Malden High School getting them job, a vocational counselor that's the word a vocational counselor So during the summer she had summers off so she would co direct this with me and I would do this during yeah. the summer yes
0: so this basically it was just a, a, an adjunct to what you were doing anyway yes. and it was only a a seasonal thing in a sense yes. it was just for the uh, uh, several months of the year which would be the summer t- it was a summer program yes and m- maybe for our audience mm-hmm. elaborate a little bit because any the, the uh, statement you, you, you furnished with the newspaper, mm-hmm. uh, it, it indicated there was like 250 kids approximately who would be hired for the summer. Yes. When I saw that number, I said, gee, that'd be kind of hard to manage.
1: It's very hard to manage. It's its funny you say that. We So it was hard to manage, but we had a great team. We had a team working with us. We brought that um, program up to such a level that we were examples for the state. So we were asked to speak. Two governors, two sitting governors came to visit Malden because we were doing such an excellent job. And I spoke. I went to different states and actually spoke about the program because we made it more um, inclusive. Um, we hired special needs kids. We had a whole group um, hiring. Uh, we had uh, we did the everything that the state asked for their funding to do as far as teaching, um, we did. So it took a team, though. Definitely. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, all right. So now um, you're hiring kids. That's, uh, I would gather, maybe the program started in July because school gets out in June. And Mm -hmm. it it would run for what, six weeks?
1: It would run for six weeks. They would start in July. But if you back it up, you think... In order for someone to start, they would have to have all their paperwork done. They would have to be interviewed and hired. So we started in in February. Sure. Yeah. So in February, um, the team would meet, and that would include myself, um, Kelly Collum, and uh, the uh, Anthony Ciccarelli from the Human Resources. Uh, Maria Louise was there, and if she wasn't there, we would follow up. Um, Somebody from the controllers, off the you know treasurers so that we had all the bases covered, and as a team and a group, we would move forward and interview in in the most um, transparent way, which would we'd call people from the community, we'd meet at the Malden High School, and we would have community members um, interview people just so this wouldn't happen, (laughs) just so that no one could say it was based on favoritism, right?
0: Well, the people that were from the community, did they have some... uh, professional background that would qualify them for uh, doing interviews with personnel level um, thing?
1: That's what we would ask for. So a lot were teachers. Um, a lot from the community came, taught somewhere else, or they were business owners, but we would also train them. So Kelly was, that's why she was in charge of the hiring. She's a vocational counselor. So we would call them all in, give them a little training. Everybody get, got the same exact form to interview, the same exact questions, and then we would answer them, and they were scored like a rubric in high, in school, um, the same exact way. And even when they came to sit down, like the, the interviewer later on, people, there was no name on it, like there was numbers just so to be as fair as we possibly could.
0: But the, now the volunteers in the community were they, were they volunteers or were they paid? The volunteers. Right. So now um, you had 250 positions, mm-hmm. uh, and I would assume uh, the schools notify the students, uh, particularly the high school, that yes. there were summer so jobs available. Yes. The minimum age was what?
1: The, oh, age 14. Oh,
0: so could you could, or the, oh, they yeah. could be hired as young as 14.
1: 14 is the youngest, but we we staggered hours, and that's we sat down with. Um, um, Chuck Ranigan too. like we really worked that budget to see how many kids that we could hire for this amount of money And so one way we came up was 14 and 15 year olds would do like 10 hours because they're 14 and 15 And they would learn and as they moved up they'd move up to the 20 hour um, Work week, so it was like a constant flow. We wanted constant different people coming in
0: Would there be very many hired at that young age?
1: Um, no, We would like more. As a matter of fact, the state grants asked us to hire more. They wanted all the cities. We just had a hard time finding people who wanted to hire them, right? So basically, those young kids were put in the parks, the park programs, things that they can t- Because at 14 and 15, you can't even use a lawnmower. There were certain – we had to follow very strict guidelines. Um, and so, no, not – I'm going to say maybe out of the – if there was 250, maybe 50. We're well, 14, a lot. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, you were in the program for a number of years, mm-hmm. uh, we're on. A, let's see, near the end of your tenure is involved with. Mm-hmm. What was the pay level around? Was it the fifteen dollars a year? Yeah, fifteen dollars an hour. Let or me was a lower rate? There? No,
1: I think it went. It did jump when we were there to twelve. It was six seven? Then I think the highest when I was there might have been twelve or fifteen. Yeah, I think it went to fifteen. Um, and so this is how. Um, so the group met again in order to maximize our funding we would um, have a couple of supervisors based on the the uh, feedback from, let's say, uh, the directors, Joe Levine, Bobby Knox, um, the school, um, people working there, the principal would say, some of them should be supervisors, we want the supervisors to get paid a little bit more. So those would be the older kids who had more experience. They would get paid sometimes a little more.
0: When you say a little more, how much more?
1: I'm gonna say some of those would maybe at the time, if it was $15, $15 an hour, it was probably the maximum of the youth worker. Now we'll get to the section that the ethics came at. It was, there was a um, – in order to uh, ex- receive grant funding from the Commonwealth of, Corporation um, of Mass, we had to say that we would follow certain guidelines. And one of them was that we had to teach. We had to hire student teachers – to teach a curriculum which was called Signal Success, which is basically a, um, a job. So the kids would learn. We'd do things like how to shake a hand, right, how to interview, things that kids had no idea about, teaching about taxes, how to save your money. And, um, and that's where we had to hire teachers. That was a different level. Those were not youth. That's where I think the big confusion people kept getting in. They kept thinking this group of 10 kids were getting paid $20 an hour just to work. wasn't it. They were getting paid $20 an hour by the Commonwealth Corporation grant funding because they had teaching experience and they had worked in the program for a couple years. So like my daughter, for example, was going to school for teaching. She had taken the signal success training that you had to do and that's why she got paid that.
0: Well, when you said that, but she was not a high school student. She was a college student.
1: She was a college student at that time. And even if she was no yep she was a college student at that time yes
0: no um, what kind of job let 's say that you 're a beginner your first year you 're fifteen years old, fourteen years yeah. old maybe
1: mm.
0: what kind of jobs you work ten hours a week
1: ten hours a week so, so
0: what kind of jobs would you do
1: so those jobs would be mostly the, like I said the school lunch they would hand out some would go to the high school and help wrap and pack the lunches, then some would meet at the certain parks and give them out, play games with them. The YMCA was a great partner, and sometimes they would take young ones and teach them, and the YWCA would sometimes take the younger ones because they would do programs like a, um, they would do um, like, n- not real, I wanna say real work, but they would do activities with someone there at all times so they were easier. So those are probably the most of um, the younger ones that we would do, and then up after that, we got into a whole other level of... Um,
0: well, of what learning. other types of things did, these, did the program mm-hmm. entail?
1: So the program entailed you ha- had to work, if you were 14 and 15, you 10 hours a week, and you had to take two hours a week of this course that we're talking about. Was it that was part of the 10 hours? Part, part of the, no, they actually got paid for it, so it was 12 hours in, um, in total. We actually did discuss that, but we felt... We felt that this program and so did the state that they should be paid for this because they could go out and get a job somewhere else and not have to sit there
0: not a 14, they No,
1: they don't want to do that. So we did pay them. Um, and then the the 16 and up to 22 would get paid, um, would work 20 hours and two hours of this class. So each um, week they would go into the high school, they'd split up into these classes and they'd be taught by these teachers.
0: But if you did, if you did um, let's say two or three years in a row, that two hours, we were the same classes every year? So no. So the different subjects. Yes. So it wasn't like just you know, faking it out. Believe me,
1: we were thinking that too, like I said that. How are we yeah. going to get these kids to keep doing it? They are so good at what they do. They Every year you learned, you moved up a little bit more, and that's why we needed all those teachers, because one was teaching a lower ed for the new kids, one was teaching the higher one, and then there was a project-based one. Once you got to a certain level, you didn't have to come to the classes, but you would do a project based on what you learned.
0: <laughs> Now the people that were teaching, were they part of the program?
1: They were part of what we called the, the staff part of the program.
0: But the, that's that's, they're part of the 250 people that were hired.
1: They were part of... Nope, I'm going to say they were staff. So there was a different level. There was 250 kids that were hired, okay. and then staff was paid out of this grant, and the grant specifically had a, a level, a, a, a portion that they wanted you to hire this staff. teach the kids so technically they were not
0: okay and and how many hours a week would they work
1: they would work the same 20 hours a week um, and but they would start a little earlier because they had to prep Um, they had to learn their material others only
0: some of them only working 10 hours a week yeah yeah yeah,
1: exactly but these teachers had to be older they had to have teaching experience and they had to go into the state and um, into um, Boston sorry and take they had to learn this course that they had to teach, so yeah. there was a lot involved.
0: And what were they paid?
1: They were paid $20. $20 for the younger teachers that were coming out. Teacher teachers that were like adults? actually teaching adults in the high school, I think were 25 to 30, yeah.
0: And would they be, would they work uh, more than 20 hours? Or be Yeah. Or they would work more than yeah. 20? Yeah,
1: they would work more than 20. They would be checking up on the sites, going in to making sure everything was okay, mm. resolving disputes, things like that.
0: Yeah, when you mm. said, why would there be disputes? <laughs>
1: There was a lot of <laughs> sometimes kids weren't coming up and weren't showing up for their job, so they would show up and talk to the supervisor and say with the kid and say, "Listen, this isn't summer camp, right? This is a job. You're getting paid." So um, they would have to kind of intervene with cases like oh. that.
0: Mm-hmm. You, ha- you had there was a pool of 250 jobs. Let's say hypothetically, mm-hmm. how many how many people would apply?
1: For oh, the about like 500.
0: So you had to make decisions about some hire, mm-hmm. and now. Some of them, for different reasons, might not qualify. They That's might right. be too young. Yep. They might they might have a situation where they they, they lack ability to get there. I guess. That's I right. mean, there must be reasons why some of them were not. Yeah. So, um, now they'd have to fill out a resume uh, mm-hmm. or an application. An application, yeah. Was an income a cr- a cr- a criteria?
1: Yes. Family so, income. Um, for some of them, we had a certain percent had to be based on family yeah. income. Yeah. But not. All of them. We okay. had, like, the Baird Foundation gave us funding that not, the city would give us funding. Those didn't have um, criteria, but two thirds of our funding came from Commonwealth Corporation, and two thirds had to be based on um, not just income, income, um, disability, special needs, court, if they were involved with the court, if they were homeless. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah I um again I can't compare the two but mm. some years ago I was involved in a in a scholarship program where mm. income was a factor yes. it wasn't a defining deciding factor but it was a factor
1: Absolutely and
0: when the when the applications that I reviewed at that time um some of them didn't even though they were being submitted to be to be considered mm-hmm. some of them didn't have ep- information on there like yes. with income level some of them uh, indicated an income level that w- you, you would have starved to death if you de- if a family depended on it. So You're that, right. w- so they in said. other words, they're, they're, they really weren't accurate in a lot of instances, and part of the reason would be that maybe for the most part, the kid made up the farm themselves, in which case the family sometimes maybe have reasons why they don't discuss the fi- finance with the yes. children. So it was kind of a vague kind of area. You must have had the same problem. A
1: hundred percent. Yeah. Sometimes they didn't want to fill it out. It's okay. We couldn't force them to fill out information. Right. But there also was a pool of funding that, you know, you we could hire them anyway, right? Uh. Um. But unfortunately for Malden, you know, we are a gateway city. Most of our kids meet that criteria but that wasn't the only criteria so let's say for the go back to the 500 kids applying right and we're going we have our group around us how are we going to figure this out so we were we all over the years we learned and we got better and we would have very specific criteria that each interviewer would do so like let's say one was um, you know bring your bring an ID
0: And and all the kids were required to face to face uh, interview. absolutely.
1: Yeah. We did that because, yeah, we're trying to be as fair as possible. So everybody came to the interview. If you didn't show up for the interview, easy. We were like, okay, well, they're out. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that's simple because there are 500 kids. You had to start somewhere. So if they didn't show up, and then we would ask them on the thing, make sure you bring, and each year we changed it, make sure you bring a pencil. So if they didn't show up with a pencil, it was a check mark. Didn't mean they were out, but they got a check off right um and then it was their interview skills so sometimes kids we didn't expect a 14 year old to get out there and rock an interview right so they would interview and the the person interviewing would either put shy like a little quiet but I think would do well at the lunch program something like that so we had a, a lot of great um people interviewing and a very good system we had point system and then we would, at the end, it all went back to Kelly Collum at, at the school, and her team would go through those and decide who was hired based on the points they got. And, um, and sometimes teacher recommendations, sometimes a teacher would call up, let's say, and say, please take a look at this kid so and so their parents passed away they really need the money and then you know we'd pull them up there were definitely I'm not going to lie about that there were some cases some really hard cases of kids in there Um, kids who were homeless living in um, in in hotels so we would pull those out and make sure I mean obviously we couldn't hire them either if they didn't do everything but that was a criteria and the other was sometimes kids just didn't get their paperwork in so everything went to HR HR hired everyone nobody all out of hr so if you couldn't provide um a residence something saying you were a resident here or whatever you couldn't be hired if you you know it was all um you had to provide the same level of information as you would if you went at home depot and so that was all out of hr
0: did you have to do some verification sometimes of the information? Yes. You yeah, did? Yeah. Did, did they get 1099s at, at, at the They did. So all mm-hmm. all the usual things were part of the process.
1: Everything. That all was about an HR and the Treasurer's Department with the um, 1099.
0: A um, kid that didn't show up for work, did he get paid anyway? No. <laughs> no. Did you have to terminate some of the kids because they just didn't? So you had yes. all the kinds of things that the yes. dynamics of any kind of a yes. big employment. Yes. A big <laughs> employment.
1: People used to joke and say, I can't believe, I mean, the mayor used to come to every um, orientation and would say, this is based, this is the best we have it here. It used to be like, you get a job here, you get a job here. This is a real job. It's um, We treat it like a real job. We're trying to prepare you for later on in life, yeah.
0: So they had orientation. Absolutely. Yeah. Did they get paid for the corner orientation? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now comes the, t- come the other part. <laughs> yes. As I read through the the paperwork that was furnished to me, what was so complicated about the process? First of all, um, um, they sent you a notice. You say there was a whistleblower, but it wasn't really. I didn't
1: hear anything about a whistleblower.
0: No, but a a complaint was made. uh,
1: Uh, An anonymous complaint was made. Yes,
0: but and that that came about. uh, You you no longer were an employee of the city. Right. But you were running for office. Yes. Okay, so now all, what a coincidence. You yes. Get, you know, and <laughs> typically it wasn't someone who, uh, and this is my own observation, mm-hmm. separate from the personalities and the dynamics of the situation, it wasn't necessarily someone in, who was concerned about the wastefulness of money that the the city was spending or any other reasons which uh, it would appear were, there was more mm-hmm. of a dy- – if you had run for office, unlike, it's unlikely anything would have – Okay. Mm-hmm. So now there's a complaint then they mm-hmm. notify you from the ethics commission mm-hmm. that a complaint has been submitted and yes. now you're advised that you have to detect they, they tell you that uh is a conflict of interest or is it the violation of section blah blah yeah, blah, blah exactly okay <laughs> yes and and um you you at some point you decided to uh mm-hmm. because of the situation and what the implications mm-hmm. might be is to uh, retain an attorney yeah Presumably, you returned and return, You retained an attorney who had some experience in this kind of thing. Yes. Had he had he had other cases before the commission before uh, um, previously?
1: He had, but he also um, was reviewing and talking to counselors, who um, other lawyers and they. Everybody was dumbfounded at what was going on here. It was very out of the ordinary. So I just want to be clear, also, with people like. I have no problem of someone saying, hey, listen, that appears to be a conflict of interest. Had when I was working there someone said – that was an appearance, you know. I we would have talked about it and I would we would have dealt with it. That's not what happened at all. I was told by uh, Maria Louise by the mayor's office who gave us lists of kids he wanted to check. My daughter's he checked my daughter's names off on them, right? Uh, Nobody thought we were doing anything wrong.
0: This was before they were hired,
1: yes, before we were hired. Like, oh, okay. yeah, absolutely. And so, um, we did that. And at one point, somebody must have said something because all of a sudden Maria Louise and they called down and were like, you know what. Maya, you know, she, can, she can't work for you, but she can work over at Kelly Column. And I was like, yeah, sure, that's exactly what she's doing. So yep. she went over to work there and we thought no more problem. Never heard from it again. The next year, um, same thing, wrote back out, because I wanted to be sure, Maria just checking in. And she said, yep, we already discussed this last year. As long as she's being supervised over at um, um, Malden High School with Kelly, no worries. The city solicitor, I asked every HR, no one gave a heads up. So in my mind, if I could go back in time
0: but now was any of this done other than verbally, was there anything re- No, it was
1: in paper. It was on it was in emails. I have them here. Oh you do? Yeah, yeah. There were in emails. I would always do it on paper, in emails, just for this reason. So I thought when someone said there was a claim, honestly, as naive as I was, I was like, Oh, I can't wait to get this over with. I just have to show them these things and it's gonna go away. The second I stepped into this interview with the that was probably the most stressful thing i've ever ever been through um all right maybe not ever but i was like what's happening here i thought i was just going to show you i got the okay from my supervisors i got the okay from my city solicitor like what is happening here um and that's when i went oh no i should have had an attorney um i was like i shouldn't have come in here by myself because like i'm thinking to you now they were asking me questions they thought i was lying and here it was uh even though i had it right here I, what if I started asking you, right, about Greg? Do you remember Greg's, like, job that he had? When when did he um, first take his job? When did he leave his job? Do you remember when his pay rate – I was sitting there like this, and they were like, you, you don't remember when your daughter, you know, what day she started? I'm like, I don't know. Does that make me a bad mom? No. I actually don't remember the exact date. I went in there with nothing because I thought – all I need is this.
0: But wouldn't they have had that information? They did.
1: She was sitting with it right in front of her. They were. They were trying to catch Let's me. Say and, they.
0: Well, more than one. Yeah, person?
1: there was an investigator, and then someone. She said um, Sean, who was like learning. Um, so he was there watching or something. And um, I was looking at them, and I said, Sean, you told me I didn't need anything here. Like oh, if, you talked
0: to him before. Yeah,
1: and he said, just come in. And I said, I feel like I'm sorry, but I'm nervous now, and now I'm like close to tears. I can't think seven years ago and five years ago when my daughter, the exact date started. Because I, I i think I said something like, it could have been August. And she was like, then she would take a and go, no, it wasn't. It was, the, I'm like, oh, my God. So I just started crying. I almost might cry now because that was horrible.
0: That usually solves the problem.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I
0: wish.
1: <laughs> I've done lots of crying. Oh,
0: the reason, I, the reason I, said, I said that, there's a story that I remember. Someone told me who could stop a speeding ticket. Yes. And she, she cried, and mm-hmm. it ended up that uh, didn't work. he gave her a warning. No, yeah, he no. gave her a warning. Oh, he did, yeah. And it so might I work. Said, <laughs> so uh, I've always said, uh, not, uh, but more than one occasion since then, mm-hmm. I've said to, uh, to women or whatever, yeah. when all else fails, cry. <laughs> I but I guess it didn't work no. in your case. Oh,
1: no, and I was pretty much sobbing at that point um, because when she was asking me, I'll get emotional. So you went in to Boston,
0: I take it. Yes. You went in by yourself. hmm And you had already talked, had a preliminary discussion with this person named Sean. Yes. And he's a he was a, a maybe a on-the-job training kind yes. of person. And mm-hmm. it, he was not the field person. He was the other person. Yeah,
1: he was the other person. And he was saying to me, I mean, he made it sound low. So that's okay. So low-key that, I mean, I went in. I don't think he was doing that on purpose. I, I, I just went in I clueless and so um i was shocked and then went "Uh oh i better get an attorney mm-hmm. so
0: uh, the, the other person being sitting there must as a field director of some sort mm-hmm. that would that suggest or infer that he was i already done some investigation yes. at the local level See,
1: you know i didn't even know that but yes yeah. you're right yeah. so what he said he called because then some people said somebody called me right mm-hmm. they talked to um who I worked with, um, Debbie, and the she's fantastic. She did a great job, and she corroborated exactly what I said. They called Kelly Column, corroborated exactly what I said. They called um, Allison Tran, who worked out of the um, who who worked very closely paying the kids. Everybody was exactly on. Yes, this is what happened, except for apparently when they called the mayor's office. I don't know what they said because I I, I wasn't able to get what do you call it when you have all the information that they have. Um... Uh, Just, yes. The, um, public
0: information. Yeah, or, I wasn't
1: able to get that because we never went to a trial. So okay. I never could see who didn't, like who said something that wasn't factual. I wasn't able to see that because at, by that time I realized I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, they are out and they're going to bleed me dry of money. And I had to make a decision that my family, so there's some people out there saying, I would never, I would never sign something saying I did something when I didn't. I think to them, they're lucky that they've never had to make that choice was horrible. Don't want to, again, emotional. I have two sick kids, you know, a kid going to college. I don't have money to waste on lawyers. I, and, you know, they go first. Well, um, the
0: lawyer you had, he had some experience before in mm-hmm. advance. When you first went to him, what yeah. was his reaction?
1: First he said, oh, you have all this, same thing. This should be easy. And then he came back and went, oh my gosh, like, I don't know. I've never heard. She, you know, when he talked to the lawyer um, uh, in the ethics committee, he was like, "This is something different is going on." Like, I, I can't believe what she will not budge. Like, she had something in mind that she was going to do and wouldn't budge. Um, And so we went back twice, which we did get a couple of things going. He went back to her because one of the other things said what we didn't post anything, um, and which we did. So I went to Anthony, and then I started realizing Chicka Rally, right? Could you give me all the postings? He had them all. And once I gave them that, then they had to take that off, right? Then I started realizing, oh, my gosh, nobody from City Hall gave them anything proving what I did. That's when it started going, "Uh uh-oh, I have to do all my own research. So then I start pulling all these emails on my own. But at that point, a deadline's coming up. My lawyer and I are working like like so many hours that it's costing me now $20,000. <laughs> and he called her back up, and she dropped it to 7500 for the fine from 15000 But he said, Karen, she's not going to budge. I don't, I've never, like, I, I don't know what to tell you because this is terrible. He said, but you're going to have to make a decision whether this could go up to $50,000 for you. Like You're going to have to sit and make a decision. And it, that decision was super easy for me. I have kids. I'd rather take it.
0: If, if it had gone further, what mm-hmm. would have been the next step?
1: Uh, it went, It would have went to, um, they did a findings of fact, and then it would have went to, I guess what they call a trial, yeah, a public trial. And that would have been a longer. But it
0: isn't, it isn't before a judge. It's, it's before the commission itself?
1: Uh, it's before the commission, but I think they said people could come and it would be open. People right. could come to the public, right. which, believe me, I wanted to do. I, I wish I had the money to do that. I want to tell my story. I want to show everybody things. I don't have the money to pay for a lawyer to do it. I just don't.
0: The um, mm-hmm. the next question is, uh, how many years did your you two daughters worked in the program? Yeah. Um, how many years did the older daughter work in?
1: Um, Maya, I think she worked three, three years, maybe four. Noel worked one, and Kit, my daughter Sarah, didn't ever work.
0: Okay, so there's mm-hmm. f- they worked a total of five years. Mm-hmm. It's six weeks program. Mm-hmm. Uh, five years would be. Um, let me see to do the math. That's thirty thirty years in total.
1: Five.
0: They did. They did five years, uh, and one did one year. So only six years. Six. six they years. did
1: six years total. Yeah, of a six-week position. Yeah.
0: yeah. So it's thirty-six weeks.
1: Yes. There you
0: go. And if you made fifteen dollars a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah. Excuse me. For t- for twenty hours, even that's three hundred. But yeah. if you do the math, the it fine seems almost
1: greater than the It the, does. The, um, it does.
0: I mentioned to you when we were setting up this appointment to come in for the do the show yeah. um, that there've been recent stories in the, in in the, in the newspaper. For instance, there's a counselor mm-hmm. I mentioned mm-hmm. in, the, in Boston. Yeah, He's that. an attorney. I believe he's also the same person who ran for attorney general, uh, district attorney for Suffolk County. Yeah, a rural. And um, he apparently he represented his brother in a legal matter to dealing with the city of Boston. If I yes. get my facts correct, yep, yep. It it probably started before he was elected, but after he was elected, he continued to represent his brother. And when the case was finally resolved, he he they negotiated a settlement to pay a three thousand dollar fine. That was in the paper. Mm-hmm. The three thousand dollar fine, and mm. um, the more glaring one. But the thing is, if you were an attorney representing uh, someone in a legal capacity, mm-hmm. in this case was his brother, you would, and now you're an elected official, at a very minimum, mm-hmm. you're involved in the process as an attorney, you would know there's certain limitations. Yeah, it's very clear. Uh, and so anyway, he ended up with 3000 Yes. The second one involved a, a city council who was elected two years ago in Boston, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to mention the name because I'm not sure if I get the right name, mm-hmm. but she hired her sister as a full-time uh, yeah. staff person when that sister left it, after a few months, mm-hmm. which if, if I were to guess, she probably ended up with a job in the city somewhere, she <laughs> then <laughs> hired her son. Yes. Now, that's a blatant conflict of interest, yes. and, and I don't know what, what... And a
1: full-time job. They were getting like seventy, eighty thousand dollars
0: I was. I told people maybe yes. at least $50,000. I looked it up, yeah. And how much of a fine did you get? Did, 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 I you, didn't
1: even see a fine. I was looking um yeah. I, I think she might have stepped down i don't know uh, i was trying to she stand didn't step through. out of office she was she doesn't her. that's right okay so i don't know i haven't seen that and i did look yeah. so you're right the fine is ridiculous it doesn't that that i'm getting fined right. absolutely and so i've done research after that and my lawyers also were citing similar cases that you were saying like this is so unprecedented what is going on here and that's when we started realizing there are bigger things at play here somebody's somebody's pushing for this big fine. But the only thing I can say is I think what they did was take each year as a violation, you know what I mean? Like, and then I don't know where they came up with that number. None of it makes sense. Um, And just did that, even though I had the, you know, okay to, to do it. Like I did everything I possibly could to be as transparent as I possibly could. And no one ever told me any different ever. Not the mayor, not Maria Louise, not Anthony Ciccarelli, until maybe the last year when I started thinking, why are they asking me, like when Craig Spadafore was asking for um, all of the youth records, and I was like, why is he asking for that? I'm naive, I'm going to the mayor. Why does he want to look at all the records? Like, what is he looking for? I'll help him. So we were emailing back and forth, and I put those all out in public knowledge. I'm like, Craig, you know, counselor, let me help you. Let's meet. What are you looking for? I can help you. And now that I think back, I'm like, Oh, that's what was happening. I didn't know it at the time, but he was looking for Maya's records. And I'm like, had someone just said, we're looking at Maya's records, I would have been like, we're done. Like, you know what I mean? Like Maya, you know, I'm not going to deal with that. If, if you think I'm doing something wrong, she would have been, you know, let go. So at one point when I did keep asking, Anthony said, you know what? For the appearances, maybe we, let's not hire her again. I said, "Yep, yeah, absolutely. And boom, she was gone that day. It wasn't, you know. Once I found out, had someone told me three years ago, we wouldn't be here.
0: When was the last year she worked?
1: 2019, I think, or 2020.
0: And and and, and that was it. And you left the city employment in 2020.
1: Yeah. So there's a couple of years I was working. She wasn't working there because I'm like I'm. You know, the second someone said this could be, could be, because yeah. they didn't tell me that, we let her go.
0: The um, we had 250 kids a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you combed through the list maybe when some of this was going on. Mm-hmm. W- I would assume there must have been some people on that list who <laughs> got the jobs who had either f- uh, f- uh, family connections to mm-hmm. city and government, people in city government, yes. f- uh, family connections to people who were elected officials, 100%. family connections with people called somebody and said could you make sure that uh, my 100%. so-and-so. All, of, <laughs> all ha- of that happened. Yes. None of that is important, but the only thing that counter was the fact. Uh, yes. I'm still flabbergasted I, to thank think. I think uh, so am I. Uh,
1: you know, it is so outrageous. Um, and yes, even when a city councilor would call and say, "Could my so and so get a job?" They would do that. I, you know, the first thing we would say, first of all, I would send them to Kelly because that was her job. Or we would say, "Make sure they follow." You know, they have to come down the same path as everyone else. Um, and yeah, it was. And the other thing. I grew up here. My kids grew up here. Um, the people who are working here, the mayor, he grew up, you know, they, they all, we know so many kids. There are so many kids that grew up in my home. Like, if I shouldn't have been doing this job because I know so many kids out there, I shouldn't have been doing this job. I don't know who could be doing that job who doesn't know people, you know, right. because one of the other things where they put down there um, about Maya's boyfriend. So I got, I get smacked for that too, right? So her boyfriend at the time wasn't even a boyfriend, like it was a friend of a like that she was just meeting. Um and they that's not a conflict of interest. A boyfriend doesn't count, right? Um I at that point knew um so many other kids. They were like they're my children. They've been in my home, they had sleepovers. So much better than this boy that I was just getting to meet. Yet I'm getting hit for that too. It's insane. <laughs> um, you know, I'm thinking about it now like everybody on here knows some kids there were you know, it was politically motivated. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, just no doubt about it. I wish I had the funds to fight it to the end. I don't. My family comes first, and I had to make that terrible decision that still hurts. It hurts financially, but it doesn't hurt. I feel so free to be able to talk about this now because I couldn't say anything while lawyers were involved. Yeah, so it's, um, it's freeing, and it's freeing. The support from the community has been tremendous. Like, nobody wants to put things on because they're afraid of trolls. they don't want to put things online but they've been calling me saying we see what's happening here we know what's happening I'm sorry that other people aren't coming out and supporting you know um, and it's been it makes me I really wish that this happened sooner because this support means so much it builds me up
0: the um just for curiosity your oldest daughter what did she do this past summer for employment
1: yeah so my (laughs) oldest daughter is um she's she was a teacher. That's what she was going to school for, right? So she um, is a, a Montessori um, going for teaching what for you that were, what, she's a nanny. What,
0: what, um, what, what level is, what is She's now a s- sophomore in college?
1: No. She unfortunately had to come home. She has a certificate. My daughter, um, Maya, has a lot of health issues. Yeah. Um, so she had to come home. She has... Um, yeah, a lot of health issues. She currently has a brain tumor. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, she's, it's benign, but yeah. it wreaks havoc with her body. So. Yeah. But two days a week, she's a Montessori teacher, and she loves it. She the, loves kids. Uh, Montessori. Montessori teacher, yeah. And, and whereabouts? Like a, she does nannying. So she does it oh. at home. So she's taken her certificates, and she, does, she actually just picked up a couple other kids. She loves it. My baby, who's 18, Noel, is going to UConn for science um for science based on the health issues of her sister she oh, wants to go in nice. yeah, yeah to yeah, that yeah, yeah. and my middle has some health that, yeah she hasn't gone back to work yet over COVID but she's she's trying yeah
0: mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. um again I um <laughs> going just by what information I'd seen in the newspaper mm-hmm. uh or the background detail it, uh, it it just was striking to me and um Mm. Uh, it's a little inconsistent in terms of, um, in my observation, in terms of uh, how fines is determined because mm-hmm. it's pretty arbitrary. In ter- uh, but uh, a of fine of that magnitude mm-hmm. for what uh, seemed to be even at work, uh, uh, my my reaction would be even if you were c- uh, a person who, and I don't want to prejudge this thing, know, yep. but the mm-hmm. thing is, uh, as as, a, as an observer, I would have just uh, thought that uh, if anything considering the magnitude or the lack of a magnitude of, a, of the situation that a, a a reprimand public reprimand would have been the extent of what That's what on. I was thinking. and and, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, but anyway um mm-hmm. obviously it went much deeper than that There's, so anyway let's hope they're working <laughs> as diff- aggressively as as they are with some other situations that are out there. A 100% I, I, I wish <laughs> I, I wish you had found out about the uh the amount of fine, or what if there was one for the for the city councilor in Boston? Because uh, mm-hmm. I was I, looking when I first um, saw, saw the article in the newspaper, mm-hmm. and I thought um, there's a lot of gossiping things that occur in government. And, yeah. and uh, for someone to be a council, this happens to be the one in Boston that we mm-hmm. referred to before. She she, she hired a sister, mm-hmm. and you have to go to ER HR to get a get you signed up for the health insurance. You have to sign up for the right. the, 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 the tax. Uh, the, declarations Mm -hmm. you make on your payroll deductions and whatever there's a number of other times you have to be involved with other people and Mm -hmm. and and invariably the question would be when you get hired how do you know the council so-and-so and and (laughs) you would say oh that's my sister sister right so it might very well be (laughs) that was never publicly discussed and uh, that's true and maybe her quick exit after being there for several months was because maybe someone did come around and then Mm. But the, the the compound the issue was that mm-hmm. she ended up hiring her son for the same job. So. Yeah, that's a whole different story. Yeah. It's um
1: and 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 I agree. Like at some point, I was working side by side with the mayor, with the um, HR, with everybody. Who knew Maya? Like, yeah. there's no secret here. Yeah. I wish somebody would be like, don't do that. It could, it could cost you yeah. fifteen thousand yeah. dollars down yeah. the yeah. line. I was stopped. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> well, in any event, uh, it was an interesting discussion. Yeah, I w- had you. some other things to talk about, but just you're, you're okay. saying maybe some tough times are coming. So, uh, mm-hmm. and you're running for reelection, I and. Am. Um, just to remind the public, if, if there's somebody, anybody out there that might be thinking of running, they better hurry up because they, I think the That's end right. of July the is when the cutoff date. You have to not only take out the papers, you have to get the required signatures. That's right. And, the, and you have to turn them in by the end of By a, the
1: end, like the 28th, I think, of july Yeah. June, and,
0: yeah. For, and July. ward councilors, how many? Two hundred. I have more. Ward,
1: I'm sorry, fifty. I think for ward. F- it's fifty for, for
0: yeah, fifty at, at local level, mm-hmm. and it's it's two hundred if you're planning to run city wide. But mm-hmm. just for your own edification, That's at right. this point, no one who is on the school committee has an opponent. Oh. And, yeah, you're right. And then even at the council, mm-hmm. um, for the most mm-hmm. part, there's a vacancy in ward five because the person's not running for re-election as the That's current right. councilor, mm-hmm. so there's opposition there, and there's a
1: Paul Condon has opposition. Yeah, he
0: has opposition. Sheila Rachel, she's great. Yeah, well, six of opposition, but...
1: Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, That's right, Jerry than, Leone. Uh,
0: other than that, that's going to be a quiet city election. And the yes, mayor has opposition. No, the
1: mayor has opposition. Yep, Lisette um, Alvarado. And then there's... um, No, there is somebody who holds papers, but hasn't set in um for at-large. Uh, I don't know his name. I don't know who he is, he but, is. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Thanks. <laughs> we ran out of time.
1: Which is good. It's good, though. No, no, no. Thank you. We'll sit.